Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. In a previous show, we talked about Switzerland giving Shania Twain her own Shania train. <laughs> but the thing that was most fascinating about that, and, you know, congratulations to Shania for having a train named after you in Switzerland. Um, the fascinating thing about the train was that uh, it, they did had to do all this work to get it to go nonstop on this service. So now they have made it so the trucks beneath each carriage can go up and down, adjusting to the height of the platform so they don't have to change trains. Also, the engineers had another challenge on how the train was going to run on two different track gauges on the route. And they made it so the wheels can be adjusted different widths while the train is on the move. And I found that really fascinating. I thought, well, what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. That's what could possibly go wrong. Well, we have another train story out of the Netherlands, just a, you know, a little ways up north from Switzerland. Uh, plenty of trains all throughout Europe. Trains in the north and south of the country have uh, been canceled. And uh, there's been line closures. Why? Because of badgers. <laughs> so badgers are building their homes under the tracks. And they don't know how to fix the issue. I do. Uh, there's a simple way to tackle the problem of badgers building their homes under the train tracks. It's really simple. Here, little badger. Here, little badger. Now, I know that the badgers are a protected species in the Netherlands. So the rail network is trying to be nice. And they say and they claim that the goal is to ensure safe trained traffic and a flourishing badger. Uh-huh. So why are we even talking about this? I mean, the train people should be riding along the tracks and having the people who work for the train companies just sitting on the side of the train. Yep. There's a badger. But instead, they are looking to build what they call a sandy hillock where the badgers can dig their homes. So they're going to say, hey, we'll build this sandy hillock over here so they don't build their homes underneath the tracks. <laughs> okay. I hope it works. I hope it works. But as a believer in humans first, and look, I'm not for, you know, getting rid of every badger in the world. Huge fan of animals around the world. But humans first. And so if there's an issue with excessive 
badgering going on along the train tracks, uh, something needs to be done other than the Sandy Hillock. <laughs> and that something may have to be... Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. We've talked about, uh, at length on this show, about asteroids. We have a near-miss asteroid or a close-pass asteroid coming this weekend, as a matter of fact. And we had a list of asteroids that are going to uh, pass by Earth closer than the moon. Uh, and, uh, you know, farther than the moon, but they're, you know, in our district, <laughs> you know, in our planetary district. And so we haven't seen them all and some show up and we now are getting stories that big asteroid impacts are more damaging than we thought. Uh, thank you. Massive asteroids have impacted the earth in the past million years and may have had far more devastating effect on the planet than previously realized. Oh, thank you, Mr. Scientist. But it may not matter because, I mean, I know that we've had, uh, Air Force veterans and other military veterans, uh, testify about seeing mysterious objects, uh, in the skies that we are calling UFOs. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're alien vehicles, but they are unidentified flying objects. And we had a story not long ago about a Pentagon official who claimed an alien mothership could send ships to earth in, uh, so i mean we've seen the documentary independence day where the mothership has sent individual ships to the planet to you know either destroy or check it out and you know give report back to the mothership well a time traveler has predicted the end and when aliens are going to show up the time traveler is eno Alaric, A-L-A-R-I-C. He claims to be a time traveler and he, you know, talks to people on TikTok and he talks about that the future of the human race is in danger as he claims, being a time traveler, that uh, we are in danger. A group of aliens are going to conquer the planet Earth. Well, I mean, we kind of believe that if aliens show up, they will conquer the Earth. They will have technology superior to ours and we won't be able to do anything about it. In his assertion, in Eno's assertion, he also is giving a specific date on which this will happen. Okay, that's what we want to know from the time traveler, okay? So he believes that uh, just a small part of the inhabitants of our planet will survive. And what's more... The fact will be possible thanks to another alien, a good one, who will be known as the champion. Oh, okay. Well, what's going to happen? Well, the hostile alien species is coming to take back Earth. We will not win. But the other aliens whose world was destroyed by the hostiles will save some of us. That's pretty sweet. Now, he claims, you know, that 8,000 people will be taken to another habitual planet. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. It doesn't seem like that many, though. <laughs> uh, all the people we have on the planet, uh, about 8 billion people, uh, and you're only going to take 8,000? Uh, I'm guessing I'm not one of them. I'm willing to be, but I guess I'm not one of them. 
So those 8,000 will be saved and they're going to be selected on their abilities to be able to save other earthlings. Well, <laughs> and while this is happening, uh, the other aliens are going to be putting the earth on the brink of destruction. So we have that to worry about. Now, you ask yourself, wait, he said he gave a date when this was going to happen? He did. He did. The time traveler, Eno Alaric, uh, said that the date was March 23rd, 2023. For those of you listening live to this very broadcast, Chewing the Fat, it's being recorded on March 23rd, 2023. So this could be the last Chewing the Fat. It might end prior to me finishing the actual recording. I don't know. It may end after I've posted this show and you're driving along listening to the show. Just know that if you're listening on the live date of recording, March 23rd, 2023, it's the last day. Now, if you're listening after, you're either one of the 8,000 or you're listening and the evil alien group hasn't finished their task yet. So you're still hanging out, listening to podcasts and going about your business. But the evil aliens are getting ready uh, to take over the earth now. Or you're one of the 8,000, which is cool. Good for you. Good for you. You get to, they've chosen you, the champion has chosen you. They're the good ones. And uh, they've chosen you to help humanity and uh, by taking you away from Earth. Congratulations. Congratulations. Be safe. I'm sure the workers at One Vanderbilt, the building in New York that is uh, just north of Grand Central Train Terminal, in uh, Midtown Manhattan, the $3.31 billion tower, the uh, 1,200 feet in the air outdoor terrace building that's accessible by clear glass elevators that rocket 364 feet up to the side of the building. Kind of cool, actually. Uh, it's really, really, really cool. And it's way the hell up there in Manhattan. <laughs> Uh, it was not there when I was in New York. Uh, if you see where it's at, where if you look at a picture of it where you see one Vanderbilt and then uh, to the right of that is the MetLife building. I used to see that MetLife building every day because our building that we were in sat, uh, well, we're in the, in the corner office where our, where our offices were, where some guy named uh, Glenn Beck used to have his office. Uh, you could see the Empire State Building and the Chrysler building. That was really beautiful. And where you saw the Mount Life building and now uh, one Vanderbilt. Anyway, they must have thought the, all of that for, uh, they must have thought that the aliens were coming and attacking because the building began to shake. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's not a good feeling when uh, the huge skyscrapers start to shake. Now, apparently their excuse was, yeah, don't worry about it. We were working on the elevator and there was a problem and the building shook and everybody's fine. And sure, we had the uh, we we had the public viewing platform closed, but it's regularly closed on Tuesdays. Is it okay? Um, I, one of the things that I found interesting in this story is it talks about the you know the three floor summit observation deck, and it's across the upper floors, and you can go and see that, and it only costs 
$39. (laughs) And if you'd like to experience the glass elevator, which rises 12 stories, yeah, that'll cost you 59 bucks a head. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Do I want to ride on the glass elevator? Yeah, probably once. It'd be fun. Do I want to go to the observation deck? I'm sorry, the summit observation deck? Sure, yeah. Do I want to spend 40 or 60 bucks to do it? Not really. Not really. But I probably would if I was in NYC. But anyway, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's nothing to do with the building. Workers were working on the elevator. And it malfunctioned while mechanics were performing maintenance. That's what causes the vibration. So everything is fine. No one had, well, no one was injured, and there's no danger to the building or its occupants. Right. All right. Let's go to the break room. <laughs> I need something cold to drink desperately. <laughs> Let's see where the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, not the Southeastern Conference, has charged eight high-profile celebrities. Lindsay Lohan, influencer and boxer Jake Paul, adult film star Kendra Lust, rappers and singers Soulja Boy and Neo, Lil Yachty, Akon, and Austin Mahone are all being charged because uh, they did spots touting cryptocurrencies associated with Sun's companies, the uh, Justin Sun and his companies Tron Foundation Limited and BitTorrent Foundation and Rainberry Incorporated. Uh, They did so and they uh, they were compensated for doing so and they didn't disclose how much uh, compensation they got. Uh, well, I found interesting in this that, uh, the, according to the complaint, uh, they used the playbook to mislead and harm investors by first offering securities without complying with registration and disclosure requirements, and then manipulating the market for those very securities. So the SEC says that with the exception of Mahone and Soulja Boy, his real name, uh, DeAndre Cortez Way, Uh, All the other stars have agreed to pay a penalty of more than $400,000, but they aren't admitting or denying the charges. They're just going to go ahead and pay the cash. Remember, uh, Kim Kardashian, uh, she agreed to a $1.2 million settlement in her promotion of the EMA token. And we still have uh, FTX being sued uh, and their celebrity endorsers, Tom Brady, Larry David, uh, alleging they were effectively defrauding investors by convincing them to put their money into FTX and touting it as a safe space in the crypto ecosystem. So I just find it interesting that, yeah, you know, I'll give you 400 grand. Sorry. I'm sure. I don't know how much they were paid. Uh, I'm guessing if they're willing to give up 400,000 without admitting or denying any charges, uh, we were paid more than 400,000, but that's just me. I'm just guessing. I don't know. I don't know. I also, uh, teased this morning, uh, doing uh, Brad Stagg's show on Mojo five Oh, uh, in the morning, uh, I teased doing the Tucker Carlson story. We never got to it on Brad's show this morning, a f- producer 
has alleged Tucker Carlson's team. Ha! <laughs> uh, this is how horrible they were, okay? Uh, they posted photos of Nancy Pelosi in a bathing suit around the office. <laughs> We've all seen the Nancy Pelosi photo. Come on. She's walking on the beach. The employee filed a discrimination lawsuit against the network, accusing it of pervasive misogyny. Yeah, man. Pictures of Nancy Pelosi in her swimsuit is definitely pervasive misogyny. The lawsuit alleges that photos revealed Pelosi's cleavage. Yeah, that was the picture of her on the beach uh, with the joke, she looked bad. It's not a joke. She did. I mean, it was just, she looked like a, you know, another grandma walking the beach. <laughs> Have you ever been to a beach in any warm state or warm country around the world, that's what happens. I think Nancy was in France. I think she may have been in Spain. I don't remember. Uh, she was not in this country when that picture was taken. But a uh, the producer alleges uh, Tucker Carlson's team put those images of Nancy Pelosi in a bathing suit around the office as a joke. <laughs> How dare they? So the employee, Abby Grossberg, filed this discrimination lawsuit against Vox News, Tucker Carlson, and several executives and producers in Manhattan court. Okay, come on now. So in the suit, she says that on her first day working on the Tucker Carlson Tonight Show in September of 2022, so she hasn't even worked there a year, she was shocked, shocked, I say, though, shocked, she says, to be greeted by many large and blown up photographs of Nancy Pelosi in a plunging bathing suit revealing her cleavage. <laughs> you didn't walk around before you were hired? Uh, I guess not. Uh, the images were plastered onto her computer and elsewhere throughout the office. Apparently, the joke again was that Nancy Pelosi looked terrible in a bathing suit. I mean, she kind of did. Her lawsuit alleges the photos were one example of how pervasive the misogyny and drive to embarrass and objectify women was among the male staff at Tucker Carlson tonight. Those bastards. The lawsuit also describes hostile and sexist behavior toward host Maria Bartiromo. <laughs> uh, they, she claims, the lawsuit claims, that executives called crazy menopausal and hysterical a producer for a different fox news show uh, the lawsuit alleges called bartiromo not as credible as male anchors at the network you mean someone said that out loud how dare they a spokesman for fox news uh, obviously said that uh, the company engaged in independent outside counsel and we're investigating the claims by miss grossberg oh okay We'll vigorously defend Fox against her claims. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, so she began working at Fox News in 2019. Okay, all right, so in 2019, not 2022. She began working at Fox in 2019, following over a decade of experience in other broadcast journalism organizations. According to the suit, first she worked on Bartiroma's show, Sunday Morning Features. Oh, okay, so she worked for Maria. So she was didn't find the joke funny from that other producer talking about how Maria was uh, not as credible as the male anchors. That's just not funny. Okay, so then she began working on Carlson's show in July of 2022. Before 
Fox News placed her on forced administrative leave on Monday, hours after uh, the lawsuit. Yeah, no kidding. And (laughs) you filed a lawsuit against us and we're not going to tell you to, you know, need to work here anymore. Okay. Uh, The lawsuit also says uh, that while she was working on Tucker Carlson, she was isolated, overworked, undervalued, denied opportunities for promotion, and generally treated significantly worse than her male counterparts, even when those men were less qualified than her. Now, I would say, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Now, Maria Bartiromo has been around for quite some time. No question. And, you know, she does a fine job, whatever. I just, as a matter of fact, I just heard my father-in-law who watches Fox News and Fox Business quite often in my home uh, say that uh, Maria Martiroma was on. I kind of like her. So, I mean, she's, you know, she's been on for a long time for a reason. However, the Tucker Carlson show, I would figure, is a promotion if you were going to work on Tucker's show. That's one of the biggest shows in the country right now. So if you're working on that show, that kind of is a promotion, isn't it? So in her lawsuit while working on Tucker Carlson, and this is how terrible it was, she felt isolated and overworked. Oh no, and undervalued. I know, I know. So she describes uh, in the lawsuit overt sexism among employees of Carlson's show. On her second day of working on the show, a producer asked Grossberg whether her former boss, Maria Bartiromo, was doing Kevin McCarthy. (laughs) Only he used the old F word. And I I know I get mad for beeping and saying it, but, you know, it's the blaze. And I know you have your kids listening. So I'm thinking of you, moms. Okay. She was asking... uh, uh, if she was doing Kevin McCarthy, which is funny. Stop it. It's just funny. Also, horribly, uh, ahead of an appearance on the show by then-candidate for Michigan Governor Tudor Dixon, staffers discussed whether Ms. Dixon or her opponent, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, was hotter and more doable. <laughs> I think those conversations were being had around the country, by the way, not just in the Fox News offices. <laughs> One producer, who himself had tattoos, agreed that women with tattoos, nose piercings, or rainbow-colored hair were disgusting. How dare he have an opinion? That bastard have an opinion. Like that. It would be one thing if he said, Hey, tattoos, nose piercings, or rainbow-colored hair is hot, don't you think? (laughs) And they made a joke about the Breast milk room. Now, apparently at Fox News, they have a pump breast milk room. And uh, one employee thought that that room was a waste of space. (laughs) And should instead be replaced with a room full of tanning beds for the guys to tan their man parts. (laughs) That's just funny. That's just funny. Meaning that it would be a waste of space for that too. It's just, that's just a wasted room. Oh my gosh. So she complained that the show's environment with higher-up producer, and uh, he told her, take it in stride. Uh, It's just working on a show. How about you do your job? Okay? (laughs) Uh, We're all under stress, and, uh, well, that's the pace of the show. Yeah, okay? So apparently, according to her, or her attorney, Uh, This very clearly depicts the victimization by Fox. Does it? 
The Nancy Pelosi images are just one graphic indication of the way the culture at Fox portrays women. No, it's just a graphic indication that Nancy Pelosi did not look good in that swimsuit picture. <laughs> and so uh, we're just po- pointing up and reminding everyone because they made such a big deal prior to that picture of how she always dresses so great and what a great speaker of the house she was or is. I, you know, I don't know if it was, if she was gone by then or not. I just remember reading stories about how she dresses so great and everything is so wonderful from Nancy Pelosi. And so that picture of her on the beach with her with her girlfriends and her daughter, I think, or her daughter-in-law. Uh, she looked like any other elderly woman walking the beach. And it was just, ugh. And you could see her big old bazooms and the cleavage, and it did not look good. It's funny that they had those pictures up everywhere. But I am just another male, and so it's not funny. It's not funny at all. And I am I readily admit... <laughs> <laughs> that I would have laughed at that. I don't, you know, we, do we need to see that everywhere? I don't know. But is it pervasive misogyny? <laughs> uh, no, it's pervasive funniness. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, so who died today? Who died today? A TikTok personality, uh, Jahan Thomas, has passed away at the age of 30 after, don't look at me like that. No, it can't be that. No, you're not even funny. Uh, She expressed a struggle with chronic migraines on her social media account, okay? Uh, She said she was suffering from migraines and bouts of illness for several months. Her passing was totally unexpected, Uh, you think? Uh, She's got two kids, though, really sad, Uh, a three and four year old. And, you know, so now they, you know, they don't have their mom, very sad. And so there is a GoFundMe set up uh, for her from her close friend, uh, which is, you know, really nice. And let's, you know, hopefully it can make some money and help these kids out but uh, a 30 year old TikTok uh, star Jahan Thomas has passed away huh you don't hear of a lot of people passing away from chronic migraines but hey <laughs> it couldn't be what you're thinking of so Jahan Thomas dead at the age of 30 so I see the headline where Winnie the Pooh the blood and honey <laughs> uh, was pulled from the theaters in Hong Kong. And I was like, what? Why are they pulling Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey? I mean, it's just a stupid slasher movie, right? It's going to be 
Uh, is it going to be funny? Maybe. Is it going to be as good as Cocaine Bear? No. But is it going to be? I mean, I like the I like the idea of it. Right? I mean, they lost uh, the rights, or the rights went away, so you could do anything you wanted with Winnie the Pooh, and they did. Right? So apparently, uh, they believe that uh, Xi Jinping is pissed because that's his nickname and people call him Winnie the Pooh and he doesn't want anything to do with Winnie the Pooh and doesn't want it in his country and so because remember in 2018 the film Christopher Robin which featured Winnie the Pooh was reportedly banned uh, in China so shrinking freedoms in Hong Kong Uh, you think so it was set to be shown in 30 cinemas in Hong Kong and the Office uh, for Film, Newspaper, and Article Administration said that it had approved the film and arrangements by local cinemas uh, to screen approved the films. But uh, we don't know. We don't know why. And we don't know what's going on. So it was canceled due to technical reasons. Uh-huh. So Winnie the Pooh, uh, down the luck for everybody in Hong Kong, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey (laughs) uh, will not be shown in Hong Kong or anywhere else considered to be China or run by Xi Jinping. You know, Winnie the Pooh. I see where James O'Keefe has started up his new project after after leaving or being ousted from Project Veritas. He is launching uh, the O'Keefe Media Group, or OMG. <laughs> uh, so he claims now we are here to empower citizens through journalism. So you can subscribe and join today at uh, O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. You can follow them at O'Keefe Media on Twitter. Uh, he said it's not going to be a tiny group. He said uh, he's going to host classes and seminars on journalism around the country. It's not surprising to me uh, what happened to him. He said that they, he knew they were going to come after him. He knew they would try to ruin the reputations. In response, they've awakened a sleeping giant. And millions of people, with all the goodwill out there, didn't want to do something. This is the answer. So it's the O'Keefe Media Group. And again, like I said, you can follow them at O'Keefe Media uh, on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on uh, YouTube, Uncle Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can email the show, Chewing the Fat at TheBlaze.com. Chewing the Fat at TheBlaze.com. You can order a cameo from me at JeffyJFR. That's not free. But uh, I'll do, you know, I'll be happy, I'll be sad, I'll be mad, I'll be glad. Whatever you would like, I will be on Cameo. So uh, you can do that or not. It's fine. Uh, Just it's there for you to use if you want to. Thank you to all the people who have already used it. And I have another one uh, uh, that I need to do today, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Which reminds me, I need to get that one done. You know, I didn't know it needed it, but uh, apparently it does because the organ transplant system is getting overhauled. 
And I'd say, okay, well, if it needs it, fine. But I guess it makes me nervous when it's the Biden administration doing it. Uh, the administration uh, under the you know watchful eye of uh, the great President Joseph Robinette Biden. Uh, yesterday, uh, his administration announced plans to overhaul the U.S. organ transplant system. According to this, for nearly four decades, the United Network for Organ Sharing, UNOS, has been responsible for matching donors to patients and setting policies on how kidneys, livers, and other organs are distributed. Over the years, the groups faced criticism for mismanaging the system and for its years-long waiting process, despite a record number of nearly 43,000 transplants last year. 17 people die each year waiting for an organ transplant. Now, the Biden administration is looking to break up what it considers to be a monopoly. It tasked the Department of Human and Health or Health and Human Services with updating tech to modernize the IT system. It's also looking for additional contracts with other organizations to help with demand and foster competition. UNOS said it welcomes an open bidding process that'll improve efforts to save as many lives as possible. Yeah, well, we're saving, uh, I mean, 17 people died waiting for an organ transplant. We can't have that. Now, it's okay to have an abortion and kill babies, but don't ever tell me about anyone dying from waiting on an organ transplant. And I will say that it makes me really nervous that they're involved. Uh, I know we have 104,000 people waiting for an organ transplant right now. Uh, we did, they, it, I said, we did a record number of transplants, 43,000, uh, actually happened. Um, I, I don't know. It just makes me a little nervous when, uh, the government gets involved, uh, more and I, you know, more than they already are. Uh, I don't want them involved in anything, but, uh, when they start looking at overhauling systems, that makes me nervous. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, I don't want you to feel bad if you have Googled, is it normal related to the female experience? Okay, don't feel bad because for any of you that have searched, is it normal? You're pretty normal. Uh, according to Google, since 2004, nine out of the top 10 Google searches for, is it normal, have been related to the female experience. And a search interest in the phrase is currently at a record high in the U.S. With topics like pregnancy, menstruation, infants have all topped the list. Data analyst from Google Trends, Jenny Lee, has told us that that's perfectly normal. So I guess that it is. So some research has suggested women may be more willing than men to address their health problems. 
But other studies show that due to stigmas around menstruation and female sexuality, many women feel embarrassed to discuss their sexual health. Do they? <laughs> Do they? And are more likely, I'm sorry, and are more likely to quietly ask Google their questions. There's also the whole lack of proper sex ed problem, which leaves women with more questions about their bodies than answers. But here's the thing. Here's the thing in this article. Okay, here's the thing. Getting lost, and by the way, before I get to here's the thing, um, that's a family issue, and perhaps the mothers should have a talk with their daughters uh, and discuss that. I realize, uh, you know, I realize that everyone has searched Google, uh, is it normal? <laughs> I'm trying to think, I don't think I ever have searched, is it normal? I mean, we've searched about, you know, what's wrong with me and all that kind of stuff, but is it normal to, yeah, no, I don't think I have. So maybe it is just a, just a woman thing. But here's the thing, according to this story. Getting lost down a Google rabbit hole isn't always the best idea. What? And it's not a good idea to substitute uh, seeing a real pro. So if you, uh, <laughs> if you follow The Skim on Instagram, you can go to their, uh, they have a link in their bio where you can uh, let you know about how to prep a doctor's appointment, meeting with providers, advocating for yourself, for yourself every step of the way, because you just don't know how to do that if you're a female. <laughs> you just don't. I mean, I'm sorry. It says that right there in the story. If you're a female, you just don't know how to do that. So let the skib help you. And somebody putting up a poster of... Nancy Pelosi is the misogynist, but all these places want to help women because women just can't figure it out themselves. So, okay. All right, fine. I want everybody to get all the help they need. So if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Now I received another email in my email, uh, the chewing the fat at the blaze.com email under the subject line, very urgent. And so I may not be around here long. I'll still come back for my show and let you know how it turned out. But this could, you know, make me uh, have enough money to just go away. Uh, this is from Paul and Paul Chambers, Legal Practitioners and Solicitors, London, United Kingdom. Okay. Attention, dear Mr. Ober. I, I, it's not me, but it was addressed to me. Uh, addressed to Chewing the Fat at theblaze.com. Uh, so I'm not sure... Uh, okay, but it's a, a, attention, dear Mr. Ober. I guess I, I could be Mr. Ober. Uh, this is a request letter from the Paul and Paul Chambers London to ascertain your interest and capability in cooperating with me, Barrister Paul Martins Esquire, and the bank director, Dr. Arthur Aikman, to stand slash represent as the beneficiary slash next of kin to the deposit of the late Floyd H. Ober. I write to solicit your utmost confidence because you are a foreigner who originally bears this same last name, Ober. Late Mr. Floyd H. Ober died in West London and abandoned a 12-month's calendar fixed deposit of 15 million Great Britain pounds. 
without a specified next of kin to inherit the deposit at the time of his death. That could be me. That could be me. Just call me uh, Jeffy Ober. Uh, Sequel to his death, I was contacted by the director of the holding bank, Dr. Arthur Aikman, based on trust and competence to search for a trustworthy and reliable partner who has the same last name as the deceased, a sincere person, so we can empower him and represent him to the bank as the beneficiary. If acceptable by you, please respond as urgent to this email and also send me your direct telephone slash fax numbers for me to notify the director so you will discuss fully the details to this claim approach from this bank. Yours sincerely, Barrister Paul Martins, Esquire, Paul and Paul Chambers, Principal Partner. Uh, And then he has another email address for me to reply. So 15 million euros, that's a little over 16 million bucks. Is that the same as Great Britain Pounds? Actually, it might be more than euros. Anyway, uh, it's more than, I mean, if I exchange it to uh, American dollars, uh, I am living large. So this could be it. We'll see. (laughs) I don't know why I keep getting these emails, but I do. And I love them. I love them. But there's just not a chance I'm ever going to reply to them. I mean, I joke around with you on the air about it, but I, I guess some people fall for it. I guess, but wow, it's just amazing to me because I really want, I could use, I mean, hello, I'm not you. Uh, you know, you look at me like, oh, you only needed 50 million uh, Great Britain pounds. What a loser. I mean, I'm not as rich as you. I got it. But uh, I mean, you do want that money. Uh, it sounds good to be able to get, man, if I could just get, you know, maybe half of it. Maybe we could work out a deal where I get, you know, I don't know, six million. Seven million does a little bit. Then you guys take the rest and I just transfer that money into my account. That would be wonderful. And that's, I guess, where they get you. But uh, I'll let you know because uh, my new name could be Jeffy Ober. And uh, if that's the case, you know that uh, I went down this rabbit hole. Ooh, maybe this will be the first time I use Is It Normal? Is it normal to reply to these emails I get from other countries that say they have a way for me to make millions of dollars? Yeah, I may do that today. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.